0: So today is our fourth and final sermon from a series on Paul's letter to the Colossians. And from that very first chapter, the very first verse, Paul offers up a prayer that we would come to know who God is. We would come to know who God is in and through his only son, Jesus Christ. The Christ's love and grace then compels us to live worthy, befitting lives. And yet actually living out that kind of lifestyle can be rather challenging. As we heard last week, discerning what is true when you hear false teachings and you have false teachers, it isn't easy, it can get confusing. And so a couple of ways that we can discern what is true or not is one, does it stand this test of time? And then the second is, how does it stand with? under under the weight of adversity how does it hold up well today's passage in Colossians 3 describes first what the Christian life includes and then also what we should discard he actually begins in what we should discard and he says in the earlier verses have nothing to do with sexual immorality impurity lust evil desires don't be greedy get rid of anger rage malicious behavior, slander, dirty language, and lies. And so he refers to this as the old clothes that we wore before coming to know Christ in our lives. And Paul encourages them and encourages us to shed those clothes and to put on new clothes. So now hear these words uh, that begin in verse 11. Clothe yourself yourself with the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge according to the image of its creator. In that renewal, there's no longer Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you. So you must also forgive. And above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body and be thankful Let the word of Christ well in you richly teach and admonish one another in all wisdom and with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the God, the father through him, the word of the Lord. So my sermon title today is The Clothes We Wear, or What Are We Wearing? And I have a confession to make. Whenever I am wearing this clerical collar, my driving significantly improves. (laughs) I slow down, I'm much more cautious, I'm much more gracious towards the other bad drivers that are on the road. And so the words I use, the gestures I use, just significantly change for the better. I don't want someone to look and to see someone just, me just lit, lit, lighting them up and then seeing that clerical color that would not be very Christ-like behavior. And so if that's a positive example of putting on clothes and having it improve our behavior... This opposite is true as well. There's a famous uh, research experiment that was done in Stanford University back in the 70s. And they took these volunteer students and they randomly broke them up 50-50. Half of them were prison guards and half of them were prisoners. And so once those prison guards put on their guard and they had those sunglasses and they had that baton and then the other prisoners had the prisoner attire, it was astonishing how it impacted their behavior. That soon those prison guards were abusive towards their fellow classmates. And it was so abusive, so out of control, they had to actually end the experiment early because it was getting out of control. And so the clothes we wear can impact our behavior for the better or for the worse. Here's a question for you. What could you wear? Not necessarily a collar, but what literally could you wear? If it's a pin or a necklace or a bracelet, something that you could wear to help you remind yourself about these qualities that Paul says are qualities of what it means to be a Christian. Compassion, kindness, humility, patience, forgiveness, love, gratitude. Now, there's a second reason why we should demonstrate and practice these kind of godlike qualities. Because it shows our allegiance as to who is actually in control in our lives. Who is the one that we truly follow? So I'm going to put on the team that I truly follow. Put my Sixers gear on. I thought I would hear a boo. (laughs) (laughs) So when I or anyone attends a sporting event, uh, it's kind of funny that how many grown adults put on these jerseys. And so if I were to be at a Sixers game and I were to have my jersey on, I don't wear it so that Doc Rivers, the coach of the Sixers during the game, looks up in the stands and he says, Irmer, nice job, you got your jersey on. Sub in for Joel Embiid. No, I mean, not only are Philly fans known for booing, and that would be the worst coaching decision ever, but that's not why we wear these jerseys to games, is it? Do you know how much money was spent last year alone in America on uh jersey, on... Just how much it was spent on, on these types of gear. $15 billion. All the different sports. You think about all the out of shape, over the hill, people going to games, and they're wearing jerseys. It's kind of silly, isn't it? But it shows our allegiance. It shows who's the team in that game that we're pulling for. When you live a life where your love, where your willingness to forgive, where your compassion, where your kindness is so different from the norm, people will notice. People will take note. They'll notice that your life has been changed in a new and different way. How amazing it would be in this world is As we sung on Friday, it's always the closing last song at Camp Johnsonburg. It's always, and they will know we are Christians by our love. By our love, yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. Unfortunately, just the opposite is happening in too many circles. Too many Christians have gotten these very verses so terribly wrong. They haven't focused on these last verses. They focus on the ones preceding them. And they focus on the old clothes, the sexual immorality, the impurity, the lust, the greed, the anger, the rage. And yes, it is important that we as Christians get rid of these types of things in our lives. and have nothing to do with them. But we've missed the point too often. Because nowhere in Colossians or in those verses does it say that we are the morality police. That it is our job, our responsibility to be the monitors, to oversee how other people are behaving. Especially those who aren't Christians. Those last words about admonishing, that's within the Christian community that they are a part of. And so too many people, they don't see love. They see judgment. They don't see inclusion and acceptance. They see exclusion. They're not seeing humility. They're seeing arrogance. They think these Christians think they've got all the answers. They think their way of living, their morality, can be imposed upon us. No thank you. And so they stay at arm's distance. They want nothing to do with Christianity. And so we've got a real problem on our hands. That judgmentalism is impacting how all Christians are being perceived. And it makes these very verses all the more important. And so it is imperative that we understand these verses correctly. And we live them out accurately. Because people are watching us in our workplaces, in our schools, everywhere we go. If we are going around judging, excluding, spewing hatred, and being hypocritical, people are going to think that God and Christianity, they're going to think of it in a negative light. And they'll avoid Christians. They'll avoid the church, and they'll avoid Christianity altogether. And frankly, I don't blame them. Richard Rohr writes, Christianity is a lifestyle, a way of being in the world that is simple, nonviolent, shared, and loving. However, we make it into an established religion and all that goes with that and avoided the lifestyle change altogether. We could be warlike, greedy, racist, selfish, and vain throughout most of Christian history and still believe that Jesus is our personal Lord and Savior. The world has no time for silliness anymore. The suffering on earth is far too great. Rohr is saying that it's our lifestyle that matters. That it is too easy to point the fingers at others without doing some self-examination and self-reflection ourselves. And so is how we are acting, attracting people to Christ. That brings me to the last image of why the clothes we wear are so important. If my house was on fire and I looked out my window And I saw a firefighter in his or her uniform. I would go right out and shout to him or her, help, help, come our way. Sorry, I don't have a firefighter's outfit, but I'm going to still support our softball team and I'll put this on. (laughs) We have people whose lives are on fire, that they're struggling, they're going through tough times. And these has been a rough two and a half years, but especially for our youth, especially for our kids. And so what I saw this week at Camp Johnsonburg was so powerful There's so many kids that are wrestling with loneliness and isolation and all the different changes that have been thrown their way, dealing with anxiety and depression. And so I saw hundreds of kids this week come into a beautiful space, a safe space. And I saw kids who were going through a tough time and they were able to turn to their counselors and they were able to turn to their staff and to the chaplains and to the pastors. And they receive words of love and acceptance and welcome. I am so thankful that this congregation has come alongside Johnsonburg. That we know that because of our generosity and others, that that type of experience, transformative experience, is not just taking place this summer but it's going to be taking place for generations to come and i am so glad that you are part of long valley presbyterian church i hope this church is a place that helps you put on those new clothes garments of love and kindness and forgiveness and mercy and compassion So not only that your life gets changed, but so does the lives of those around you. So they see how you act and people that are struggling turn to you for help. The clothes we wear matters. It serves as a helpful reminder of who it is that we love and serve, who it is that we give our ultimate allegiance to. It also reminds us of how we're called to live. We're called to live a life for God and for others. We're called to live a life of service. And hopefully this reminds others around us of where they can turn to for help. So much harm is being done when we get these verses wrong. But what a difference we can make when we get these verses right. And so clothe yourselves in love, in mercy, in compassion, in gratitude, in forgiveness, in humility, and in patience. You will be so glad that you did. And so will God. And so will the people around you. Amen.